Good morning, happy Wednesday, and welcome to the Language Confidence Project, the daily dose of language courage, whether you love learning languages or you really don't, but have to learn one anyway. I'm your host, Emily Richardson, and if you're struggling with procrastination at the moment and nothing seems to be working, this is the episode for you. So today I want to share with you something I've been journaling on a lot this week, which is why am I struggling so much to get started? And as luck would have it, there's a video going around TikTok at the moment from an account called Social Lab TV that led me to a bit of a revelation in my own life yesterday, and I really wanted to share some thoughts on it today. So in the video, a teacher instructs a class full of students to complete the first in a list of three anagrams on the sheet in front of them. And she says, as soon as they've done that, they need to raise their hand. And within a moment, barely any time at all, hands start flying up. And the teacher keeps repeating, just do number one, only do number one, don't go on ahead, this isn't meant to be difficult. But half the class still don't have their hands up. And with half the class's hands still down, she moves them on to anagram number two. And the same thing happens. The same hands fly up. And finally, they move on to number three. Quite a lot of people still haven't put their hand up once. And only after the third anagram does the teacher reveal to the class that they had been given two different tests. For half of the class, the first and second anagram were easy. And for the other half, they were completely unsolvable. There was no anagram to make from the letters they were given. And so when it got to the third anagram, which was the same for both sets of students and was solvable, there was a marked difference in performance between the people who approached it after two apparent failures and the people who approached it after two quick and easy wins. And the teacher tells the class that what she has induced in that five-minute experiment is learned helplessness. And they talk about it, and the class concludes that when the students with the impossible anagrams saw so many people around them raising their hands, and so fast as well, they felt stupid, they felt rushed, and they were confused and frustrated by the fact that their peers were clearly getting it, and they weren't. And so by the time they got to the third anagram, their confidence was at an all-time low, they thought the whole exercise was futile, and that by attempting it, they were just setting themselves up for another failure. Now, I don't particularly want to talk about the nuts and bolts of the experiment itself here. I'm taking it completely at face value for the purpose of this episode. But I do think it illustrates two really interesting points for language learners. And the first one is the comments on that video are filled with people sharing stories from their own school days where they were made to feel exactly like that 
stupid, rushed, confused, and as though they were lagging behind their peers. But now I want to ask you, as adult language learners, how often do we set up that kind of situation for ourselves? Some of the work I've been doing on procrastination this week has shown me that even in my own studies and my own business, a lot of what I've previously been trying to treat as procrastination might be this exact phenomenon here. Because if we wake up in the morning and the first thing we do before we've even got out of bed is wonder why our lives are terrible, why we're terrible, why we're behind, or we replay past failures or arguments from last year in our head, it's little surprise that we can't make ourselves get up and do great work. Or if we head straight for our phones on our breaks to skim the news, read headlines that depress us, or scroll social media to see this endless carnival of what looks like everyone else steaming ahead in life, then of course we can't make ourselves work again afterwards. Because in both cases, we're starting our work from that place of two failed anagrams and a sea of hands in the air. It feels futile and we feel like failures. And if this is you right now, this might be why anti-procrastination tools aren't working for you. Because while the novelty of some new technique might numb it or shock it into submission in the short term, it won't fix the underlying issue, which is that you're approaching your work from a place in which you already think you've failed. The fundamental issue is that we're trying to use that mental mud as a springboard and then wondering why we're sinking. And the second point is, before you worry about how everyone else is doing, for God's sake, make sure they're doing the same exam. In that experiment, it certainly looked from the outside like everyone was in the same boat. Same place, ostensibly doing the same thing. But behind the scenes, everything that mattered was different. And it's exactly the same with us. For us as language learners, nobody will be able to come in in a big reveal and show us exactly how our paths were different. But it's true no matter how similar our circumstances look from the outside, we are not on the same journey as the language learner next to us. So if it looks like they're going faster than us or getting things more easily than we are, it doesn't mean we're stupid or behind or on the wrong track. It doesn't necessarily mean anything at all. You are exactly where you need to be right now, language learners, and you are exactly on time. You have 
all the skills you need to get to the next step of your journey and this will all make sense down the line. Just keep working at it and keep being kind to yourselves. Have a fabulous Wednesday and I will see you tomorrow. Thank you.